You're listening to Inside the Village, where all news is local and no topic is off limits. So help me, Bob, it's bully in the alley. Welcome to Inside the Village for the week of February 22nd, 2023. I'm Scott Sexsmith alongside Village Media Editor-in-Chief Michael Friscolanti. We call him uh, Frisco. Welcome back, pal. Good to see you. Your intros get more and more like a boxing match every week. I know. I, you know what? I get into it. I uh, This is, you know, we, we all wear many hats around here. Uh, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, you know, amongst the three of us, of course, Derek Turner, executive producers in the, uh, in the room. This is by far my favorite time of the week. Really? It I absolutely is. No, you do get excited. You do get excited. I do. You dress up nice. You look good. Well, I, I won't yeah. show you what's, you know, my shorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but it, it, it is by far the best time of the week for me. Yeah. I, I love hanging out with you guys. I love telling the stories that, uh, absolutely. we get to tell and, and we get to come down to the basement away from, uh, all of the noise and yeah. hustle and bustle and uh, hang out and, uh, you know. People think we're working hard down here. The door's closed. Oh, what's, what's going on in there? <laughs> if they only knew. <laughs> uh, listen, before we get going, breaking news, a brand new sponsor to Inside the Village. I uh, want to give a warm welcome and a, a big shout out to uh, Mitch Snedden at uh, Reverse Mortgage Pros. Great guy, Mitch. We appreciate uh, your support. So for guides, articles, and uh, any kind of information, uh, you can go to reversemortgagepros.ca. Welcome to the team, Mitch. Great to have you. Okay, so we're back uh, from Family Day uh, weekend, a long weekend uh, for some not so much uh, for you. Oh, definitely a busy day for a lot of a busy weekend for a lot of us at Village Media. Um, if you haven't seen yet, we've launched our new Queens Park Bureau, a new Queens Park website, thetrillium.ca. This came together super quick, as we're going to hear later on the show. Uh, it took a matter of days to get this all designed, put the design together, get the news the the news team in place, and we now have a bureau, uh, a daily site at Queens Park covering all things provincial politics, policy, personalities. Uh, it's a massively exciting time for us. I'm really, really excited to have this uh, to have this site in place to be uh, sort of at the, the the tip of what's going on in provincial politics. It's really great, and it's amazing how quickly it came together. Yeah, I've learned working here now for the last year how quickly <laughs> things come together. Um, there are some companies I'm sure where they sp- <laughs> spend many months with plotting things out. We'll often make a decision in a half an hour and then yeah. make it happen, which is actually a great thing, right? It kind of reminds me of. Uh, you know, working at you know, working a newspaper or a magazine where the, you blow the whole thing up with a day left to go and yeah. you, you redo it. This is what happened with this case. Uh, this team came together, as we're going to hear, like I said later in the show, um, how we how these journalists came to Village, how we put the site together, and the work we're kind of we're going to do. But so it was a busy weekend. Uh, the launch day was Tuesday morning, so right, uh, you can right. imagine the family day weekend was a lot of work. And, and you and I have both worked for uh, much larger companies uh, that would never in a million years uh, pull something of this magnitude off. As quickly, uh, there would be meetings upon meetings upon feasibility studies and consultants would be brought in, but uh, that's just not how we roll. Well, I got to tell you the one crazy thing about how this came together again, it's the Trillium.ca, right? So in the middle of last week, we, we knew we were going to do this. We're talking about, you know, possible names, designs. The name came together like this. And then our design team just started getting to work on what this logo is going to look like. And it felt like within five minutes, there was there were options. It wasn't five minutes. It was a little bit longer. But just fantastic stuff. It looked so beautiful. It looked like people had spent months designing these things. And uh, it just looks so sharp. It looks fantastic. Well, appreciate uh, all the work that uh, you and the team did uh, over Family Day, which, of course, is meant to uh, be time uh, well spent uh, with the family. But uh, your efforts uh, did not go unnoticed. I, however, did think of both you and Derek over Family Day weekend as I enjoyed a delicio pizza. <laughs> 
<laughs> they still thought they were gone. Six months. Six months. Oh. I was in the store, saw it, and I thought, in honor of you guys, I'm going to pick one up. <laughs> Did you stock up? Did you fill the freezer? I may have bought more than one. Just but, saying. Are they on sale now that they're shutting down? <laughs> they were on sale, but I'm not going to plug the uh, the store. That kind of stuff costs money. <laughs> to say that. All right. We'll get to the bottom of uh, the brand new The Trillium. It's a wonderful story. We're proud to tell it, and we will do that next when Inside the Village returns. From newsmakers to celebrities to other prominent guests, you'll find them all on Village Media's new interview series, Up Close and Personal. Join host Scott Sexsmith as he goes one-on-one with well-known Canadians to hear their story. Up Close and Personal. Look for it on your favourite Village Media website across Ontario. Welcome back to Inside the Village, brought to you by Mitch Snedden at Reverse Mortgage Pros. For guides, articles, and info, you can go to reversemortgagepros.ca. With Michael Friscalanti, Editor-in-Chief here at Village Media, I'm Scott Sexsmith, and it is indeed our pleasure to welcome two of our newest uh, villagers to Inside the Village, Jessica Smith-Cross, the Editor-in-Chief of The Trillium, and the Deputy Editor and the guy with perhaps the best name in the media business, Charlie Pinkerton. Welcome both to Inside the Village and to the Village family. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I, I guess the most logical place to start would be it's, it's been a crazy couple of weeks uh, for you guys. As, as we tape today, this is day two of the Trillium. Uh, how's the reaction been around Queen's Park and among uh, fellow journalists, among politicians? What can you tell us? Uh, it's been pretty great. Uh, a lot of welcome welcome back for us. We mm-hmm. were in the press gallery as of a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it was so, it's so nice to be back. All of the journalists, a lot of the politicians and staffers, they know who we are, and we're, they seem glad to see us back, even the ones who we've written stories they may not like about before. We <laughs> environment here sometimes. They understand the game. You as well, Charlie, a lot of reaction. Obviously, Twitter kind of blew up yesterday when this all came out. Yeah, I'd say it's been overwhelmingly positive i've had a lot of or heard a lot of good comments a lot of welcome backs um yeah pretty good across the board for sure we want to take a step back and kind of allow our listeners and our readers of village to understand sort of how this all came together so quickly just some background obviously you guys were at qp briefing a couple of weeks ago which was a property at one time owned by the toronto star and then um it was kind of one of the assets in the divorce between the two owners at the star and it eventually um went to uh paul rivet and at the time, Charlie, you were working on a pretty important story. Uh, were you working on that story as the ownership changed? You, let's talk about that first. What was the story you were working on? Sure. So the story that I was working on um, was about, well, what's now known publicly about the premier's daughter's uh, wedding festivities, that of her stag and doe and wedding that um, developers, um, including some who have benefited from the government's decisions, including one in particular who is um, benefiting from its recent uh, Greenbelt land swap. Um, so they were at these uh, wedding festivities for Premier Ford's daughter. Um, this was something that I first caught wind of way back on August 12th, which was um, at the press conference where Doug Ford swallowed a bee. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> but somebody had mentioned there that, uh, hey, did you hear about this developer's party at the Premier's house last night? And didn't really think much of it. The fall unfolded how it did in terms of policy and with the Greenbelt land swap. 
and it became something that towards, I guess, the end of last year, um, you know, I started thinking about more seriously and then really doing the work on um, throughout the month of January and into February as well. And I think a lot of people who don't do what we do don't understand what that means, the kind of work you're doing. What kind of stuff were you doing in those weeks getting the story prepped? Yeah, so um, I think I probably brought it up to Jess and, and others Um that this i thought this was something worth exploring because of this you know kind of tip that i heard way back when in late december um a couple of weeks before we had gotten back through a freedom of information request um the premier's daily calendars that the cabinet office keeps and on the date that again i'd reason to believe this happened august 11th that calendar showed um it, it was blank with the exception of two, I believe, um, redacted items for personal reasons and then a big section that was literally labeled block. And so what that means is that that's for, um, you know, items or commitments kept outside of the official calendar. So that kind of spurred on suspicions, then had another freedom of information request come back that was very carefully targeted to try to find out where the premier was or what he was doing on that date august 11th that yielded no records and so that allowed me and our whole team to really kind of pick things up in the new year of trying to suss it out and start talking to people um who might know something about it and so that work that for you sure. know took a lot of months and jessica again maybe an obvious question for, for us but to people who may not understand why is it as the editor that's such an important story is it something that you want your team to be working on uh it's one of the huge themes of criticism of this government has been how close uh, the premier is uh, to developers, uh, to industry in general, but especially with the development industry. Uh, and he's been facing a lot of charges about making decisions that are friendly to those folks who share his interests. The development of the green belt itself, a lot of different municipal zoning orders. So these are times when the province can step in and make it okay a development that might not otherwise go ahead locally. It's been a, it's a huge source of, of criticism of the premier. So when Charlie was able to show that developers, big ones in the industry attended the wedding and that there was this event where it, it appears that they were paying for the privilege of being at this event that the premier was at as uh, a huge ethical issue. Uh, and that's why since the story has broken it's it's the talk of everything at queen's park right now absolutely i mean it's such, it's such a massive story and we we're, we're fortunate in our career and we get to have a, we have one of those on the line so to speak that you're working on and you know it's important it's usually important in the public interest to, yeah. for, for the public for voters to know that people with these deep pockets have access to the premiere in this way and it's definitely a story in the public interest so something happened along the way though where this story that you guys are working on didn't see the light of day uh, what happened so charlie had the story written uh about the the wedding itself, who was at it, uh, and about the the, the stag and doe event uh, and concerns around that. He had gone the extra mile. You've heard about the freedom of information request. He'd gone to the premier's office to seek their comment. The premier's office had gone to the province's integrity commissioner after the fact with some of the details confirming that what Charlie had was was right. It was a, it was a solid story. Um, we had gone to the pro through the process of consulting with a lawyer about it just to make sure that like all the T's are crossed and I's are, are dotted when our uh, publisher informed me that the owners had read the story and wouldn't allow it to be published in its current form. Um, that led to some big problems uh, for us. 
uh, journalistic independence is a pretty core principle and you can't have uh, the owners interfering with a story like this, especially um, trying to put the brakes on something that was so clearly in the in the public interest. And, so, and just to be clear, that's that's not common, right? You, you don't expect any kind of interference. And is that the first time that either one of you had had that happen to you? Yes. Oh, I've never experienced anything like this in my career before. Um, so when that happened, we tried to talk through it, offered to get the story lawyered again. Uh, if, it, if the concern was that it was, you know, potential for a lawsuit, we offered to get that double checked. But it, when eventually the conversations ended up in a place where the concern seemed to be about information that was true uh, in the public interest mm-hmm. and just we couldn't um, handle it being uh, the, the owners having a problem with it. Uh, Charlie quit and, and I quit and uh, the whole team is actually on the line to to quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that uh, that's how we ended up not working for Queens Park Briefing. Anymore. <laughs> can you can you tell us about that? Was there did you was there a final phone call with the owners where you told them what your position was when you quit, or how did that go down? I actually thought that I, I asked uh, our publisher if she could give me assurances that the owners wouldn't interfere like this ever again. She could not. I asked to speak to the owners to get that assurance from them in person. They did not call. I quit. Mm. And what day was that? Do you remember? You probably do. Uh, I actually don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you how much how much has and, been going on, right? Yeah, about two weeks ago, exactly. Yeah, Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking to hear that because, as as someone who's been fortunate to work on some sense, very sensitive stories, and you're digging up facts the way you did, and and doing it in the public interest, it's very it's very d- disheartening to hear that an owner would do that, that your publisher would not allow that to happen. I mean, it's devastating, right? I, mean, I, don't, I don't think maybe the average person understands right. how, how hard-wrenching that is to have that happen uh, to something, a big story you're doing. So when you actually quit, um, the story basically died with with that, right? I mean, that's what happened. It was picked up. So Global mm-hmm. News uh, was working on the stag and doe in parallel to Charlie. Uh, and because Charlie had gone to the premier's office and the premier's office had gone to the integrity commissioner, mm-hmm. verifying some of the central facts there, Global was able to go ahead with their story on the, the stag and doe. And then Charlie uh, wrote the more of the story uh, for the Toronto Star as a freelancer in the brief period between employment at Queen's Park Briefing. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But I guess what I'm asking, Charlie, was it what – you wanted to break that story. Obviously, you'd worked on it for weeks, right? It must have been difficult to see Global break it. You don't say. <laughs> you t- I'm really good at asking questions, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, yeah like, of course, like, of course, I wanted to break that story. It's it's a very big story, and, you know, we'll see what the ramifications are um, in the near or later future. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's being reported now and, um, yeah, we'll continue to see the dominoes fall, so to say. So you guys, uh, quit QP briefing and, and by the, uh, by the way, kudos. I mean, that, uh, that takes a lot of guts, uh, to do that. Um, so congratulations, uh, for standing by, uh, your beliefs, but let's fast forward. Uh, you leave QP and all of a sudden the phone rings and on the other end of it is village media CEO, Jeff LG, <laughs> uh, a man that of course we all hold in very high regard, uh, in this room, certainly. Uh, can you tell us about that phone conversation and, and how it went and, uh, what was Jeff's pitch? 
It was a DM on my Twitter account. I have open DMs. I don't, I didn't know Jeff prior to this. It was the morning after we quit. Um, yeah, he wanted to talk. Uh, he'd been trying to hire a Queens Park reporter. Uh, and I gather moves very quickly on some things and <laughs> ramped up his plans to hire an entire bureau of Queens Park reporters. Uh, and he talked us all into it. He, he's actually very slow and methodical at everything that he does. I've never seen a guy take so long to get stuff done. Actually, uh, that's the complete uh, opposite of how things roll here. So tell us about the conversations. Had you heard of Village? Um, tell us about what, uh, what was discussed. Oh, sure. I'd heard of the individual publications. Uh, we do a, at Queensborough Briefing, we did a morning newsletter that would round up news, Ontario news, and they would be in them. But I don't think I'd ever thought about the company as a chain before. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I, uh, yeah, and my, my first real reporting job, I suppose, was in uh, Sault Ste. Marie back in the summer of 2016 while I was still a student. And while I was there working for the Sioux Star, I, you know, remembered Sioux Today being around, but I think uh, Village was much smaller back then. And so... Um, I'd also over the past couple of years uh, had spent quite a bit of time running a local newspaper in Ottawa. So through through that and through my you know work with QB Briefing and iPolitics, um, you know I came to know Village as one of the media companies in this country and province, but not much beyond that. So uh, as we said, things moved quickly. Uh, obviously, you probably thought you were going to have a bit of time to decompress and think about what your next steps were going to be. Maybe do, do some. <laughs> Do some gardening for a minute. Who knows, right? But all of a sudden, you're having all these conversations with Jeff. How quickly did it all come together? Oh, what was the timeline between signing contracts and starting this thing? Less than a week? Mm -hmm. The Saturday following the Wednesday that we quit, I believe we had a team chat with Jeff. And Monday, we had received offers and we're figuring out what to do from there, I think. Yeah. For sure. And at the same time, we've forgotten this too. There were three other journalists who were let go at the same time, around the same time you, you guys left. So it was a team effort. They all kind of came together. Was that part of the appeal, being able to come back as that same team? Yeah, absolutely. 100% for me. Mm-hmm. The other thing that was, as our, our readers may not realize, is this all came together within a few. Once you guys signed your contracts, it was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this quickly because the legislature's coming back on on the Tuesday after Family Day. We want to get going. We hit the ground running. Our design team goes into full speed. Our journalist team goes into full speed, getting things ready. Um, was there a point where you were nervous? I know I was a little nervous at one point about getting this all together. I wasn't nervous about the reporting. I was just excited to be coming back to Queens Park. I figured you guys would sort out the the rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a bit nervous, but but the, the the great thing that I learned quickly the first time I met you guys and, and and had our first news meeting, just how professional they are and how good they are at what they do, and just how plugged in you are at Queens Park, and what a benefit this is going to be for our readers who who want to know more and, and understand deep have a deeper understanding of what goes on at the legislature. It, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and that's a a, a good segue, uh, Frisco. What what can readers uh, expect from the team day in and day out? Um. We're going to, we do a couple of kinds of stories. So one will be, here's what's happening at Queen's Park. Here's the kind of provincial news that everybody needs to know. There's new healthcare legislation. There's new political drama. We also do a little bit more insidery things. Here's a highlight from what was said in question period. Here's what lobbyists have been up to for the last week. Here's a regulatory proposal that's up for consultation on the website. So you get this mix of sort of nerdy deep dives into politics and policy and more Broadway stories about why all of this matters. Mm-hmm. 
And you're also, I'm also excited, I think you've already started, you're talking to some of our local editors in our, in our newsrooms and, and working on and to, uh, throwing out some ideas that we can tackle over the next year. How much does that excite you guys to be able to have your work even uh, be seen by more eyes in communities across the province where maybe they wouldn't have seen it? Oh, absolutely. Um, we, I love doing this sort of insider stuff, but actually having, you know, real people rather than just Queens Park adjacent folks read what we're doing means a lot to me. And yeah, having already talked to one of the editors about an issue in Timmins that has the Queens Park connection and what can we do to move this forward? It's very, very exciting. What would you guys say are some of the uh, key issues and, uh, and stories that you'll be staying uh, on top of uh, in the weeks, months and, and year ahead? Wow, um, it's, a, it's a wide time frame right there. Um, <laughs> and, and when are you going to file, Charlie? That's right. That's, that's right. One of those stories going to be ready. <laughs> As the last two weeks have unfolded, I've kind of just been thinking about what the next foot in front of the last one is like. So I can probably talk about what is most relevant um, immediately. And so, um, yeah, we're certainly be watching how the saga unfolds with future integrity commissioner um, investigations into the premier over uh, the second of the wedding, um, how a OPP investigation that may or may not happen that we're waiting to hear the details of from the OPP, how that's going to um, unfold. That whole saga, of course, will be something I will be very keenly interested in. Um you know, the other major issues in the province right now, the healthcare system and the issues that have really plagued that for a uh, very, very, very long time. Um, trying to think what else is extremely relevant at the moment. Jess, this is what I will pass to you because I've ran out of words. Yeah, right now, <laughs> well, on the governmental front, it's the, the controversy over the wedding segundo, the Greenbelt development itself, which is related, and the healthcare, the privatization aspect. There's a couple of things going on there, this opening up of surgeries to private clinics, but also we're just seeing more and more reports about sort of two-tier aspects uh, of, of healthcare happening where you can charge, uh, you know, pay a little bit to jump to the front of the line with to see a virtual care provider, stuff like that. Um, there's been ongoing sort of uh, patronage issues with the, with the government. There have been a lot of appointments uh, of folks who are connected to the PC parties to public posts. We've been doing a lot of reporting on on that. Uh, there's also some interesting politics. Uh, the Liberals are going to uh, elect a new leader at some point or select a new leader. We'll see how they choose to do that. Uh, Charlie and Aiden will be on top of that as that party meets in, in Hamilton uh, next month. Yeah. And then, yeah, That's more stuff will happen. Well, <laughs> I, I have to say, I often get accused on this show of being too much of a cheerleader. I, we often talk about journalism and the journalism we do here at Village, and, and I, I, I get excited about journalism. It's the thing I love the most. We've been all doing it for a long time. So I just want to say again how excited I am to have you guys on board and to be part of this team. And uh, I just can't wait to read what you do every day and to be involved in the meetings and talking about the journalism we're going to chase down. I think it's going to be a massive benefit for the people who read our sites and who, who care about local journalism and who care that how local what happens locally is what happens at Queen's Park. What yeah. the province does is hugely important. So welcome to Village. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us on the show today. It means, it means a lot to, yeah. to have you guys here. And and does this not, correct me if I'm wrong, does this not give us the largest uh, media presence as a team and as a company at, at Queen's Park? That's a great question. Do we? Are we, do, are we bigger than the Star Bureau now? 
stars for report eventually once yeah. we're fully staffed then yeah it'll be, be five i think we may we may be CDC all right look at us go big or go home i guess that's eh? what we say that's <laughs> what uh, that's what jeff says and do it fast uh jessica smith cross and uh Charlie Pinkerton uh, from the Trillium. Great to have you guys as part of the Village family and uh, good luck with everything and thanks for doing this today. Thank you. Thanks. Reporters, editors, and journalists who go the extra mile to get the story and get it right. Go behind the scenes with those who cover the stories that matter most to you and your community. Look for it in the Village Features section of your favorite Village Media website across Ontario. All right, back to wrap on another episode of Inside the Village with Frisco Michael Frisclady, Editor-in-Chief here at Village Media. I'm Scott Sexsmith. The Trillium.ca, what a great crew. You can tell that they are pumped to be here and uh, just raring to go. And what I loved about this episode of Inside the Village is we called this show Inside the Village because we wanted to talk about things that we're doing exactly. here. We talk every week about the journalism we're pulling off, the important stories we're telling. And this is one of those great opportunities to really just bring people inside and show them how this all came together. So they're going to they see the Trillium.ca, they know it's there, now they know the backstory of how it all came together so quickly. And I think it's going to be one of those sites that just serves our readers incredibly well, not just those who read the Trillium, but they're going to help us do even better things in the communities we serve across the province. So yeah, I think we've said it a thousand times, but I'm super excited about how this is going to go. Going to be great. Looking forward to the uh, tremendous work that the crew at uh, the Trillium will be producing for us each and every day. Again, it's the Trillium.ca. That's it for us uh, on this episode of Inside the Village, brought to you by Mitch Snedden at Reverse Mortgage Pros. For guides, articles, and information, log on today to ReverseMortgagePros.ca. And again, a big shout out and thanks to Mitch for uh, joining our team. You can find back episodes of the program at InsideTheVillage.ca, wherever you get your favorite podcast. And of course, across the Village Media Network. And if you'd like to reach out, email us at itv at villagemedia.ca. For executive producer Derek Turner, editor in chief Michael Friscalanti, I'm Scott Sexsmith. Thanks for watching and listening, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Inside the Village. Frisco and Scott's wardrobe, provided in part by Moore's Sault Ste. Marie.